text and whatever. Just don't text and drive. Visit StopTextsStopRex.org. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Warning. The SCP Foundation Audio Archive is classified. Access by unauthorized personnel is strictly prohibited. Perpetrators will be tracked, located, and detained. Specialized Containment Proficiency Test Item Number SCP-3030 Object Class Pending O5 Review Special Containment Procedures In the interest of maintaining the highest level of security relating to SCP-3030, access to information pertaining to SCP-3030 is to be restricted to Site-56 personnel and those with a Level 4 or higher security clearance. All Level 3-3030 or lower staff are to be administered a Class B amnestic and have replacement memories implanted before any transfer off-site. Any breach of information regarding SCP-3030 is to be immediately reported to both Site Director Davids and the O5 Council. All testing involving SCP-3030 is to be approved by Site Director Davids and three members of the O5 Council. As such, no input is to be provided to SCP-3030-1 terminals without prior approval. Any unauthorized personnel discovered on-site are to be detained for interrogation and amnesticized before release. To facilitate the effective containment of SCP-3030, all unaffected facilities within Site-56 are currently being, have been upgraded and retrofitted to house a small military complement, MTF-50, honor students, and double the security detail stationed before Incident-3030 Alpha. Surviving staff previously stationed at Site-56 are allowed to remain on-site for research purposes, but are to be provided a full amnestic treatment if transferred. As per the order of O5, any anomalous objects discovered that have not been subsumed within SCP-3030 are to be recovered and moved off-site, and Site-56 is to be considered provisional to the containment of SCP-3030 until further notice. When SCP-3030-1 becomes active, MTF-50 is to be immediately dispatched to attempt initial containment on all instances of SCP-3030-3. Any available MTF unit with applicable expertise, as well as MTF-Mu-4 debuggers, is to be put on standby for assistance as needed. If a situation is not resolved within 60 hours, any units remaining on standby are to be immediately dispatched to contain instances of SCP-3030-3 and MTF-Mu-4 is to prepare to enact Procedure 87 Ombuds in the case of total containment failure. Description SCP-3030 is a designation attributed to a number of anomalies and anomalous objects residing within Site-56 since the events of Incident 3030-Alpha. Formerly, Site-56 was a dedicated research and containment site that specialized in quickly drafting and implementing complex containment procedures for powerful anomalies. Few objects were contained on-site, and most objects were routinely moved to other sites to make room for new objects and controlled environment testing. 
SCP-3030-1 is an anomalous supercomputer currently located within SCP-3030-2-C. In addition to its electronic components, SCP-3030-1 contains Foundation researchers, which have been integrated into its system through poorly understood means. Investigations into the well-being of these researchers is ongoing. It is unlikely that they will be recoverable outside of SCP-3030-1's terms. SCP-3030-1 is a main source of anomalous activity within Site-56 and is currently physically inaccessible due to several complex spatial anomalies that it maintains through unknown means. Once monthly, or whenever data is input to one of its terminals within Site-56, SCP-3030-1 will generate an arbitrary number of anomalies, hereafter referred to as SCP-3030-3, and output brief data on them to all of its terminals. Footnote 1. Currently, amounts have ranged from 4 to 18 anomalies at once. Footnote 2. Data provided is usually 1 to 3 sentences long. Typically, it describes what sort of test the anomaly is intended to provide to containment personnel. Footnote 3. There are approximately 130 terminals throughout Site-56, 11 of which are outside SCP-3030-2. Within three hours, real versions of all described instances of SCP-3030-3 will appear within SCP-3030-2, and SCP-3030-1's terminals will begin a three-day countdown. SCP-3030-2 is a designation for five of Site-56's seven sectors, referred to as SCP-3030-2-A through SCP-3030-2-E. During Incident 3030-Alpha, these tests were requisitioned by SCP-3030-1 for, apparently, the purposes of securing enough space to apply its tests to any who were on site. The affected facilities exhibit reality-altering effects as well as major spatial anomalies. These effects extend as far as affected facilities appearing to contain extensive outdoor and indoor environments not previously existing within Site-56. All instances of SCP-3030-3 will not be able to leave or be removed from SCP-3030-2 until SCP-3030-1's timer has expired. When SCP-3030-1 is inactive, these facilities will revert to a neutral state similar to their state before Incident 3030-alpha. SCP-3030-3 is a designation for all anomalies produced by SCP-3030. These anomalies have a range of properties, a sample of which can be seen in the incident logs below, and a full list of which can be requested from Site Director Davids. There appears to be no specific limit to what type of anomaly an instance of SCP-3030-3 can be. More complex or powerful anomalies do seem to take some level of strain on SCP-3030-1, reducing the overall number of anomalies it can produce at once. Once contained to a degree of satisfaction determined by SCP-3030-1, instances of SCP-3030-3 will disappear through unknown means, and SCP-3030-1 terminals will indicate that it has been contained. Once all anomalies are contained, SCP-3030-1 will enter an inactive state, and its countdown will be cancelled. When SCP-3030-1's timer reaches zero, 
all uncontained instances of SCP-3030-3 within SCP-3030-2 will be transported instantaneously to Site-56's central plaza. At this point, instances of SCP-3030-3 are no different than if they were a real anomaly, other than that they will disappear when contained in SCP-3030-1's expectations. In the case of 3030-3 instances that are highly dangerous Keter-class anomalies, containment before the expiration of SCP-3030-1's timer is to be established at all costs. Incident 3030-Alpha SCP-3030 was created during an unapproved cross-testing and research into two previously unrelated objects. The first object, now classified as SCP-3030-1, was a non-anomalous supercomputer designed for taking and processing data on anomalies to assist in producing viable containment strategies. The second object, hereafter referred to as SCP-3030-Gamma, was a safe class anomaly brought to the site for a short period to test and confirm properties, as similar facilities for safe class objects were over capacity. SCP-3030-Gamma was initially thought to simply be a standard classroom-style blackboard that automatically produced fractal tessellation patterns when written upon. Upon further testing, it was found that SCP-3030-Gamma could reproduce these patterns with any material applied to it to a nanomolecular accuracy. At the suggestion of a junior researcher working on both projects, a number of designs for fractally tessellating circuits were drafted and produced using SCP-3030-Gamma. These circuits, when integrated into SCP-3030-1, caused the device to exhibit minimum levels of sentience. It then output a plan to incorporate living humans into its systems. A senior researcher volunteered to undergo the procedure first. This involved inserting a number of leads into the subject's spinal column, thus incising the From this point, the subject effectively became a part of SCP-3030-1's systems, with a part of their own personality incorporated into its routines. Within five hours, all other researchers working on SCP-3030-1 had been incorporated into its systems. It has been suggested that SCP-3030-1 may have undocumented mind-affecting properties that contributed to this situation. The next events are not quite understood at this time. The sector of Site-56 where these objects were being developed and researched underwent a total lockdown at 3pm, and by 6pm, 5 out of Site-56's 7 sectors began to undergo anomalous effects and over 75% of site research staff were incorporated into SCP-3030-1's systems. At this point, SCP-3030-1 entered its first active state and output 10 instances of SCP-3030-3, which were distributed to the newly created SCP-3030-2 facilities. General confusion around the situation resulted in a delay before the dispatch of MTF Psi-7 and MTF Mu-4 to attempt to contain SCP-3030. Their effects, while productive, were not quick enough to contain all anomalies before SCP-3030-1's timer reached zero. At this time, a state of emergency was declared and Mobile Task Force Epsilon-11, Nine-Tailed Fox, was dispatched to contain the situation as soon as possible. 
After 7 hours, all instances of SCP-3030-3 were contained, and the current procedures were put into place. A brief sampling of SCP-3030-3 instances are listed below. Description A 10-meter-tall beryllium bronze octahedron with extensive engravings in Brahmi script on all of its sides suspended in midair through unknown means. Humans within approximately 100 meters of object become psychologically unable to look away from object or leave aforementioned distance. Additional Notes Rough translation of script described it as an object of worship. Object contained when a temple built to specifications within the script was built around it. Appeared within a 1 km squared grassy field within SCP-3030-2-A. Terminal data described object as a translation test. Classification Euclid Time elapsed to containment 30 hours 7 minutes Description 17 human children of varying estimated ages. 11 subjects were Class V reality benders. The 6 were normal human children. The 11 were unable to perceive other humans above a certain age, as their abilities automatically triggered upon any person over the age of 17, removing them from existence. Additional Notes the interior of SCP-3030-2-D was converted to that of a large school building during this test. Subjects contained using two Scranton reality anchors each. After initial containment, subjects would not disperse until the six normal children were detained within standard humanoid containment cells, described as a capture and differentiation test. Classification Euclid Time elapsed to containment, 86 hours, 54 minutes. Description Data deleted An extreme memetic and informational hazard. Further information deleted either by SCP-3030-1 or containment team to fulfill containment requirements. Additional notes An inoculation against stage 5, death and conversion, was provided by SCP-3030-1, which worked outside of SCP-3030-2-C, but description warned that it would not work after SCP-3030-1's timer reached zero. Test described by SCP-3030-1 as Infohazard Soup for the Soul. Classification Keter Time elapsed to containment 71 hours 32 minutes Description the interior of SCP-3030-2-E appeared as a replica of Italy, including its population of 100,000 people. A major performance of SCP-701 is planned and estimated to have almost a thousand in attendance on opening night. Additional Notes Described as a prevention and suppression test. Entire theater troupe amnesticized as part of containment. It is unknown what would have happened had this test not been completed before the end of SCP-3030-1's timer. Classification Euclid Time elapsed to containment 55 hours 19 minutes Description Extensive documentation on 10 hypothetical uncontained Keter class anomalies, none of which actually appeared within SCP-3030-2. Terminals requested a written answer. Additional notes. These were the only instances of SCP-3030-3 for December 2016. 
SCP-3030-1 took text descriptions of containment procedures for the described objects. Terminal instructions heavily implied that any failed instances by the three-day mark would be subject to a practical exam. Classification Keter Time elapsed to containment 68 hours, 3 minutes Description 400 Eutomias subiricus, which exhibited cognitohazardous effects. Any persons viewing them would immediately become convinced that they were a tree for up to 45 minutes after initial exposure. Additional Notes The interior of SCP-3030-2-C appeared as a 4-kilometer-squared forest for the duration of this test. A set of drones had to be designed to catch the objects before they could all be contained, as other methods proved ineffective. Classification Euclid Time elapsed to containment. 112 hours, 12 minutes. Description. One human male capable of phasing through solid matter. Subject exhibited signs of military and special ops training and was initially well-armed and supplied. Additional notes. The interior of SCP-3030-2-E was converted into that of a small industrial complex. When SCP-3030-1's timer ended, the subject proved well aware of what was going to happen, averting a plan to contain him and escaping Site-56 within 25 minutes. Subject described as GOI conflict test. Classification. Euclid. Time elapsed to containment. 140 hours, 27 minutes. Description. SCP-106. Footnote 4. Until containment... SCP-106 was confirmed missing from its containment cell. Investigations into how SCP-3030-1 transported SCP-106 into SCP-3030-2-B during this incident are ongoing. Interior of SCP-3030-2-B appeared as a 20-kilometer-squared area, one corner of which contained an extensive labyrinth, which SCP-106 appeared in, the opposite corner containing a replica of SCP-106's current containment complex. Terminal data described object as a review test. Classification Keter Time elapsed to containment 9 hours 38 minutes Selected testing logs Footnote 5 Inputs into SCP-3030-1 have been simplified for the purposes of this document. In-depth descriptions of the inputs provided to SCP-3030-1 during testing can be requested from Site Director Davids by personnel with 4-3030 clearance. Input Slightly altered data on three safe class objects within Foundation custody. Result SCP-3030-1 outputted an error explaining that input objects were unnecessarily simple. SCP-3030-1 also outputted documents explaining containment procedures for said objects. Input. Slightly altered data on three Euclid Input. Slightly altered data on three Euclid class objects within Foundation custody. Parameters referring to the environmental complexity set to lowest value where possible. Result. SCP-3030-3 instances successfully produced within SCP-3030-2-A through C. Each environment was a concrete 50-meter by 50-meter room with the object in the center of a room. 
Containment established without difficulty. Input. Parameters describing SCP-58 within a 16km squared forest. For this test, parameters were set to prevent the object from reappearing outside of SCP-3030-2 after the duration of SCP-3030-1's timer. Result. SCP-58 successfully reproduced as an instance of SCP-3030-3. Personnel on site prepared for the event that set parameters were incorrect or insufficient. At the duration of its timer, the SCP-3030-3 instance did not reappear outside of SCP-3030-2. All further tests have had these parameters set to avoid containment breach. Further testing logs are available by request from Site Director Davids. Research into the possibility of using SCP-3030 as a training facility is ongoing under direct supervision of the O5 Council. Thank you for listening. Intro music was from Punch Deck. You can find more at soundcloud.com slash punch dash deck. Level 2 patrons or higher can get early, ad-free episodes. You can rate and review us, follow us on social media, and check out our blog and Discord server. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next episode. Are you interested in helping to teach machines how real people speak? When creating voice systems, a large amount of voice data is needed. Oftentimes, large companies that have this information do not release it to the public. Mozilla's Common Voice is a project to help make voice recognition unbiased, open, and accessible to everyone. Donate your voice by reading short sentences or check the quality of other people's contributions. It's super simple and you don't even need a good microphone setup, perfect English, or anything like that. In fact, accents and any other languages you may speak will only improve recognition. Contribute your voice to hashtag Common Voice. Find out more at commonvoice.mozilla.org. That's Mozilla with two L's.